Well, again, welcome to our Wednesday night service, our equipped service. And before we get started, I have a couple of uh, announcements. This Sunday, um, we have our Forerunners Breakfast, and uh, our heart is to, to honor those who have gone before us, who have set the pace and paved the way for us as a church. And as they continue to, to cheer us on and move us forward, uh, we want to just honor them. So we're having a special breakfast for them, um, bacon, eggs, brown rice, Fresh fruit and pancakes, all on one plate, man. That's like Denny's Big Slam, you know? So we're having that, and then we're having a bingo lounge um, outside in the courtyard under the big tents. That's our courtyard, so in the back area, we're going to have it roped off, and we'll have a bingo lounge there. So if you can, join us this Sunday for our forerunners and help us to honor them. Yeah, but um, you got to be 55 or wiser or better. To participate um, as a forerunner. So all of you young guys, no try sneak in the bingo lounge and try try win prizes, okay? Because we're going to card you guys. We also, on December 10th, we're having a, a concert right here at New Hope, Hilo, Hawaii. Um, tickets are, are, are hot, hot, hot. They're, they're, they're like moving really quickly. Um, the Katinas, they're going to be here uh, December 10th. They're a, they're, they're, they're a Christian group, and, and they're going to kick off our um, Christmas celebration season. So they're going to be here on December 10th. So get your tickets. Dinner will be available on that night. So go get your tickets quickly. Because I believe it's going to be a sold-out event. It is. So go get them. All right. So if you're here for the first time, and service might seem... Uh, a little different because Wednesday night services are structured different from our Sunday services. It's designed to equip and increase growth in our relationship with Jesus Christ. And as we study the word together, you're not going to see scriptures on the screen because we want you to bring your Bibles. We encourage you to bring your own Bibles. We encourage you to open them up. And we encourage you to follow along with us as we go through the scriptures. You're not going to find any points or any notes in your outlines. Because this is what we want you to do. We want you to start to hear God's voice for yourself. And start receiving what God is saying to you. Through the message and through the speaking pastor. So... Things are structured differently. Wednesdays are designed to equip the saints. And that's all of us. For the work of the ministry, God God has called each and every one of us to participate in, to become a part of the body of Christ. And we get that out of Ephesians 4, 11, and 16, which is in the back of your your handout. But we're going to just look at 11 and 12, which reads this way. And he himself gave some to be... Apostles and prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Amen. Amen. So let's get into the message tonight. And we, we've been uh, in these teachings called the miracles of Jesus. So now we're studying the miracles Jesus did and, and the very purpose of why he did them. Why? Because we can read about these miracles and put a lot of emphasis on the natural aspect or or the physical side of the miracle. And we'll miss the spiritual side, the spiritual message, the very purpose of why Jesus does the miracle. 
if you open your Bibles to the book of Isaiah. So if you got your Bibles, the book of Isaiah chapter 35. If your partner does not have a Bible, share with them. We encourage you to bring your Bibles on Wednesday night. Isaiah chapter 35. So we find, in in that we find Isaiah, the prophet, prophesying on what's about to happen in the future. And the signs to come which will be revealing God's power to the Messiah. So Isaiah prophesied about the miracles Jesus would do or the signs that he would do. So Isaiah 35, you all there? Amen? Reads this way. The wilderness and the wasteland shall be glad for them, and the desert shall rejoice and blossom as the rose. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice, even with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given to to it, the excellence of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord, the excellence of our God. Circle that. Circle that in your, in your Bible. No shame. Circle. Thunder not going to come down when you write on your Bible. Okay? Circle that. They shall see the glory of the Lord. Now here's the signs. Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who are fearful hearted, be strong, do not fear. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. With the recompense of God, he will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then the lame shall leap like a deer, and the tongue of the dumb sing. For water shall burst forth in the wilderness, and streams in the desert. Now these signs were prophesied before Jesus came to earth. And the scripture gives us a description of God's power being released to the Messiah. To Jesus Christ. He's going to heal the deaf. The blind and the mute. He'll strengthen the lives of the weak and the feeble. He'll make us strong and fill us with the hope in God. Now last week, Pastor Marshall spoke on the miracles at the pool of Bethesda. And how Jesus has power over disease and sickness. I want to just touch a little bit on that subject tonight. You know, I've witnessed, I've witnessed a lot of people who've asked God for healings and other things in their life. And I've seen Jesus work a lot of healings through them. And for some of us, we're right there. We're experiencing God's power through Jesus. Well, the book of John tells us if everything Jesus did were recorded, there wouldn't be enough room in the world to keep these records. Listen, if every miracle were listed and printed in these books, would we believe them? The Bible tells us no. You wouldn't. Look, we have the greatest book, the Bible, ever written. And people don't believe them. I've witnessed his healing. Folks, I'm a product of his miraculous power. I'm a product of his power over sickness and over diseases. And there's no doubt in my mind 
that He does miracles. He has the power over any disease and every illness. And here's my prayer for us tonight. That through these teachings, you reach the same conclusion I have. That without a doubt, you know Jesus did and continues to do miracles today. Catch that. Instill that in your heart tonight. He did miracles in the past. And he's still doing miracles today. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen? Well, Pastor Sheldon and Pastor Marsha both stated in their teachings that not every healing is a miracle. But every miracle is a healing. You see, although God is willing to heal us in our natural form, our flesh, His purpose of healing wasn't so that we'd be so focused on the miracle, but that we would glorify Him through the miracle. That we get to know Him as our Lord and learn a lesson that He wanted to teach us through the miracle. That's where true miracles begin. When we trust in Him. And when we believe that He is the Messiah, that He is God, the one and only true God, that's the prophecy of Isaiah. And I said earlier, I've I've had the pleasure of praying and, and seeing a lot of people healed. I did. And before I came to know the Lord, I was very, very sick. Almost to the point of death. So I can understand why people would focus more on the healing or the miracle than on the miracle maker. Because we have a need. We're sick and we want to be healed. We're desperate. At that point, our illness seems bigger than our God. So I can understand how they will be focused more on the miracle. But, remember, not all miracles are healings. But all healings are miracles. And during my illness, I I called anyone. I called upon anyone who could pray for the sick. Pastors, elders. I would call them and tell them, come over and pray for me. Pray for me. Why? Because I had a need. And I had no clue, because this is before I knew Jesus. I had no clue that all I needed was Jesus. All I knew is this. I had a problem. And this is what I saw. And whenever there's a problem, and you call upon the name of the Lord, in faith, I'd say, get ready. Because a miracle is about to happen in your life. And I realize this. If people pray with faith for a healing, whether they're healed or not, listen, they'll know that Jesus did something for them. But more so, they find the purpose. They find the lesson and the reason of why Jesus did it for them. 
God healed me, but the purpose of why he did it for me, it never came to me right away. It took some time for me to figure it out. But it brought me to a place of first accepting him as my Lord and Savior. And second, it created faith in me to believe that he is God and he heals. And this faith inspired me. To go out and pray for people. And God sent us throughout the state of Hawaii. Praying for people. You guys know Benson Kamau. He and I went, went for two years traveling. Throughout the state. Praying for people. And we saw a lot of healing. A lot of healing. And there were some who were healed and some who weren't. There were times we prayed that God revealed to me. That he was going to take that person home to be with him. I didn't understand it. But it wasn't my kuleana. It wasn't my business. It was God's business. It's his will, not my will. I was just called to, to lay hands on the sick. Anoint them with oil. And pray for them. When he did. Or what he did to us was up to him. It's his decision. If he wants to heal them here on earth or heal them in heaven, that's up to him. But what I saw from the whole ordeal and what I still see today is families, people came to know Jesus Christ. They came to know no matter if they were healed or not. Families came to know Jesus Christ. You see, not every miracle is a healing. There was a time on Oahu when we prayed for a lady and she was in a coma. For, and we prayed for almost five hours for this person. The attending nurse kept going in and out of the room. And after a while she came in and she said this. She said that she can't hear you folks praying. Oh, I want to crack them. <laughs> with scriptures, with scriptures. Yeah. <laughs> But we just continue to pray. Brenton and I just continue to pray. And five hours later, the nurse comes walking into the room. And she looks at this lady. And, and there's tears running down the side of her face. She couldn't believe what she saw. And she turns to us and says, what did you guys do? We just smiled and looked and said, we just prayed and God showed up. Well, a couple months later, Benson told me this, that he was shopping in Walmart, Walmart in Hilo, and the lady was there. And Benson was talking to his family, and the lady was on another, in another aisle, and she heard this voice that was familiar to her. And I believe she heard the voice of the Lord to Benson. So the lady comes around the aisle and comes to Benson and says, Thank you for praying for me. That lady came to know the Lord. And I just pray that the nurse came to know the Lord too. But who knows what God is doing. And there's so much testimonies right here in this church. But again, if all of us share the testimony, no more enough time. Right? So, yeah. God did more than just a miracle of healing in my life and in a lady's life. Here's the truth. He made us believers. Of him. Yeah. 
And God desires to do miracles in our lives. And, and through it all, teach us the big lesson. Jesus is in the miracle and healing business. And I hope you get that without a doubt tonight. But most of all, he came to earth to go about the Father's business. And that's where the miracles really start to happen. It happens when God is glorified through the miracle. God is Lord over every disease and every illness. And although every healing is a miracle, let's keep our eyes focused on Jesus. Thanking Him for His, for his compassion to heal us. And glorifying Him for being the miracle Himself. That's when miracles happen. I also want to look at another miracle tonight. You know what? No sense talk about miracles and healing. And no sense tell you folks that Jesus Christ has power over healing, power over sickness, and power over illness. And no sense tell you guys believe if there is no action in the word. Faith without works. Is dead faith. You've heard Pastor Marsha and you heard myself teach that God has power over illness and over sickness. Every illness and sickness, every disease. I have a whole message on something else. But I won't call the worship team. Worship team, would you come up? I'm going to step out of my comfort zone tonight. And I'm going to ask God to do His will. I'm going to ask pastors and the elders and the prayer warriors if you would come up. Because I believe that God is about to do a miracle. I believe that without a doubt in my heart. And I'm going to put aside what man thinks that should be a message tonight. And I'm going to allow God to speak to you. Each and every one of you. The worship team will play a song and I want you to open up your hearts. God wants to speak to you and he's been speaking to you and you have something that's heavy on your heart or maybe you have an illness that you're going through and you're struggling with that and I'll invite you to come up and allow the prayer team to pray over you but this is what I want you guys to do first first I want you guys to bow your heads and close your eyes 
Father, I pray that what they've learned tonight and what they've learned through the past lessons of the miracles of Jesus is not just words spoken over them, but that faith has grown in and within them, Lord God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And I pray, Father, that your your word would go forth within them, Father, and stir up such a faith within them right now, without a doubt, to know that you do miracles in the lives of your people. And I pray, without a doubt, no wavering spirit tonight, that they will know truthfully in their heart that you love them. And yet you do desire a healing for them. And I pray without a doubt. That they would allow the power of thy Holy Spirit. And the works of thy hand. And the anointing that you have placed upon these people. Who pray for them. Would touch the people. Through you. Glorifying you Lord God. In all that you're about to do. Father, I thank you even beforehand for the healing. Not every miracle is a healing. But every healing that comes from you is a miracle from you, Lord. I speak this into their, their lives right now, Father. I speak faith without a doubt. Burn within them, Lord God. And allow thy spirit to speak to their hearts right now. I pray for open ears and Father... Open the deaf ears right now. And I pray for open hearts. I pray for boldness and encouragement to be upon them, Lord God. That they would step out in their faith. That you have just given them right now, Father. To step out. Step beyond, Father. Their comfort zones. And reach out to you right now, Lord God. I pray, Father. That they will trust in you. Come, Lord Jesus. Fill your temples.